Blog Talk Radio. In your presence, that's where I am strong. In your presence, oh Lord my God. In your presence, that's where I belong. 
Shalom, shalom, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to the Lord's Tower. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I apologize for the delay. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Hallelujah. Uh, 2 Corinthians 5, 14 says, For the love of Christ constrain us, because we thus judge, we thus judge that if one die for all, then all were dead, and that he died for all, that those who live should not henceforth live unto themselves, but unto him who died for them and rose again. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. It is, it is like when we pray, we ask, or we speak, we should say that it will be the will of the Lord. Let, let it be the will of God. Thank you, Jesus. So pray for the will of God to be done in our lives. It is so important, brothers and sisters. It can be hard. I don't tell you it's not. But it, the will of God can be very difficult. We know how much Jesus suffered as he, as he was heading in Gethsemane to be crucified. Praise you, Lord. And praise you, God. It was very painful. We saw the tear, the cry, how much he went through. Praise the Lord. And, and hallelujah. It was very difficult. It was very difficult. He asked that the Father may pass away that cup away from him. Thank you, Lord. And, and it was very difficult for the Lord. So it will be very difficult for us too. This is not this. It is not easy for anyone. 
Thank you, Lord. But unto him who died for them and rose again, him for, he says, from now on and on, uh, him for live, un, live unto themselves. We should not him for live unto themselves, live unto ourselves. But we live for the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I want to thank everyone who has been praying for my wife and the family. Uh, as you know, our daughter Esther, uh, the Lord took her to heaven. She went to be with the Lord in heaven. Now we have five, uh, I'm sorry, uh, four in heaven, four in heaven, and two down here. Praise the Lord. Uh, my son Levi asked me, are we going to see our daughter uh, when we go to Esther, when we go to heaven? And, and praise the Lord. I said, yes. He says, but we're going to have to wait a long time, Daddy. I said, no, no, we, we won't have to wait a long time. It will be in God's timing. You see, brothers and sisters, we all suffer. We all go through things. That's why, praise the Lord, we all have to hang on to the Lord. This, this is, this is, hallelujah, the trial of our faith that we're going through, brothers and sisters, that, that, God, that we are being put through. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, God, because we're all going through the trials and difficult things. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We are being tried even for the things that we're going through. Hallelujah. The, the difficult things we're going through are trial that we are being put through, but we got to trust the Lord. Second Corinthians 8, 2 Corinthians 2 says, How in a great trial affliction abundance of their joy and the deep poverty abundance to the riches of their liver, livery. Thank you, Lord. So everything that we're going through and all the trial that we're going through, hallelujah, God is going to give us the victory. But hallelujah, this is all part of the trial that we're going through. It is not easy. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Uh, the, the, the writer of Hebrews 11, 30 says, In other and do a trial of cruel mocking and discouraging. Hallelujah. Discouraging. Yea, moreover, a bond of imprisonment. So they endure prison. They endure suffering for the Lord, for the gospel. But they endure. See, that, that's the thing. How much can you endure? We need to endure unto the end, the Bible said. Praise the Lord. We all need to endure unto the end. So it's not easy for anyone. We are all in the same boat with Jesus, and the water are shaking the boat. Brothers and sisters, but Jesus has control of everything. First uh, Peter 1, 7, that, that the trial of your faith be much precious than gold, that perisheth, though it be tested with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory, of the appearing of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. So everything is going to change at the appearance of Jesus Christ. Right now, brothers and sisters, we all have it difficult. But at the appearance of Jesus Christ, when the Lord comes, it is all going to end. It's all going to, to change. Hallelujah. And as that might be found into praise and honor and glory of the appearing of Jesus Christ. So even the suffering that we're going through, we'll have a excuse me, we'll have a praise. Hallelujah. Um, I know a lot of people have been wishing me happy birthday, but today is actually not my birthday. It is tomorrow night. It is tomorrow. I'm sorry. Uh, hallelujah. It is not tonight. Thank you, Lord. But it is tomorrow. Uh, somehow, I don't know um, how my computer, how the computer got it wrong. But it's the 6th of April that is my birthday, not the 5th. 
And so it might be that maybe because of the different timing, some people are wishing me happy birthday, but it's not today, it's tomorrow. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. I'm, I'm sure there are other people that their, their birthday is today, but not mine. Mine is tomorrow. Thank you, Lord. But thank you. Thank you for wishing me a happy birthday. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. God is so awesome. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And so, praise God. Thank you, all of you, for uh, hallelujah, for wishing me a happy birthday. Hallelujah. Uh, you, some, a lot of you being so kind. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you, Sister Andrea. Thank you, all of you who have been concerned. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Uh, you know, some of, some of the things that I was talking on the Lord's Hour in regard to financial and all that, you know, I think the Lord will take care of me and my family. And I know he take care of his people also. And, I, you know, I may sound that I was angry, brothers and sisters. I, I just been, it makes me both so sad. How is it that things go about? How unfair it is. Again, if, if people uh, that use these, that, that, that take these messages from the Lord's Tower, they put it on different website or DVD or CD, they can make hundreds of thousands and millions of dollars with it. But a lot of the people that are supporting them are listening to the Lord's Hour. They can send them $100,000 easy, but they will send me $50. They won't care to support the Lord's Hour, some of them, although they're making hundreds of thousands and millions with the Lord's Hour message. And that's what makes me sad. That's really what makes me sad. Because a lot of listeners who have been following the Lord's Hour for four years support them, but won't support the Lord's Hour. See, that's what makes me sad. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. And that's the unfairness I see in all this. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. But, yes, you know, you can give what we can give your money to whoever you want. It is your money. For praise the Lord. But being unfair is not on God. It's not really of God. It is of men, but not of God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. First uh, Peter 4.12. Beloved, think it is not strange concerning the fiery trial which it is to try you, although some strange things happen to you. So the trials that you and I are going, brothers and sisters, the prophet and them went through it. They went through it too. The Lord went through it. And Peter says that don't think it's strange. Although some strange things are happening to you, don't think it's a strange thing that what you're going through, Peter says, because others went through it the same way you're going through Praise the Lord. And that's, that's what, um, that's the hope we have in Christ, brothers and sisters. I'm not the first one going through the trials I go through every day, but the other people also that I have not went through them. That's why when the Lord called all the prophets and I was among the prophets, I bowed my head and I, and I ran away from the middle of the prophet because I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think I have the honor to be called a prophet. But that's not according to God, not according to Jesus. Jesus told me, God called you for you to speak his message. Praise the Lord. So you are also his witness. Thank you, Lord. You are also his witness. Praise you, Lord. And so God thanks so. But, you know, praise the Lord. I just, I just want to be a servant. I love it when the Lord called me his servant because I just want to be a servant, nothing else. Serve the Lord. 
serve the Lord. Praise you, Jesus. I, I'm asking the Lord to please come soon. I don't want to be on this earth anymore. Praise the Lord. I don't want that wants to stay behind. They can stay behind and praise the gospel. Not me. I don't want to stay no more. There's too much unfairness on this earth. And I know, hallelujah, uh, I know that in heaven this, this doesn't go. This is, doesn't happen. I know a lot of people discriminate me because I'm Spanish, and I'm of color. I'm not white. And so I know a lot of people discriminate me for that. Praise the Lord. But I hope that God touches their heart and opens their, their eyes to see that with God there's no discrimination. People do this, brothers and sisters. People do this. Men do this. But God doesn't do doesn't doubt it, brothers and sisters. In some of the trip I've been taking to heaven, I see many people of different colors, black, yellow, white, Spanish in heaven. And God treats everyone the same. He loves everyone the same. And everyone loves each other the same. But this is not the way it is on this earth. And I, I was telling my wife, there's something I, I never like, and it's this discrimination. When people discriminate you because you're Spanish, because you're color, right? you're not the same color they are. And I know that's why some of the people will not support the Lord's hour or will not send me more than $100 donation because they say, oh, he's Spanish. Well, Spanish people don't make more than $6 an hour. So it's discrimination. It is discrimination because they can donate it to someone else who is white, but not to me. Praise the Lord. But God is going to work with them. God is going to work with them in their life, brothers and sisters. They need to open their eyes. Now, the Lord took me to the tribulation this morning. And he also showed Sister Carla, which she was sharing with me on the phone, uh, uh, part of the things she saw in the tribulation. I wish Sister Carla can call in tonight and maybe share for half an hour or 20 minutes, some of the things she saw, but I know tomorrow night, uh, if she had time, hallelujah. Uh, thank you, Sister Carla. I know tomorrow night she will share uh, some of the things the Lord revealed to her about the tribulation. Uh, it was not pleasant, but as, as the Lord took me to the tribulation last night, this morning, and I began to walk in the tribulation, it is not far enough. I don't know the day or the hour for the tribulation. Uh, I, I don't know it for the rapture. I know the rapture is sooner than the tribulation, brothers and sisters. But the tribulation is close. It's all I can tell you, uh, according to the Lord, this is the word of Jesus Christ to my own life. As I asked the Lord, Lord, how long, do we, how long the more do we have to wait, I said to Jesus, as I had the privilege to ask him in the revelation of the Lord. And Jesus said to me, we're a clear, clear, audible voice. He says, not, hallelujah, not much more, not much more, hallelujah. And that, praise the Lord, he used the word, this is me. It was the right word he used, this is it, which very clearly to me, I understand, this is it. It's what he said, this is it. It, it. To me, when someone said, this is it, there's nothing else to be waiting for. Well, not much longer to be waiting for brothers and sisters. Amen. So we know the Lord is coming, and we know the Lord is close to come. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. And this, is a, and this morning, when the Lord took me to the tribulation, brothers and sisters, uh, I began to walk in the tribulation, and I encountered a sister listener of the Lord's hour. 
And when I encounter this sister, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, thank you, Lord, when I encounter this sister on the Lord's hour, immediately I was very curious to ask her, brothers and sisters, if she, praise the Lord, why does she, why does she stay? Or why would she want to stay? And I noticed there was a demon walking around. And all of a sudden, one of the demons approached me and began to talk to me. To me. And he, he pretended to be to me like another human. But I, I immediately knew he was a demon. Okay? He also let me know he was not happy that I, uh, that I was telling people that there are demons in the flesh. The demon, the principality was very angry at me for this. And he says, Elby, I know who you are. And, and the things you've been saying about us that you should not be, you should have not been saying that those things that the principality was telling me. So, praise the Lord. I, I saw this young woman, and I saw them ready to pray on her as a prey to come against her, whatever they torment her, because they will seek death, but they will not find it. Will flee from them. Death will flee from them. And so, brothers and sisters, as I began to talk to this young woman, he was, she was in her 20, brothers and sisters, this young woman, I said, you know, I said, why are you here? Because she was a listener of the Lord's Tower. And she said, Elby, just for your information, she says to me, I chose to stay in the tribulation, she says to me. I was the one, you have nothing to do with my choice, she said to me. I was the one who made the choice to stay. And I find that very strange that someone was telling me this, but I believe God wanted me to hear this, brothers and sisters, because I'm always, when, when people want, uh, people contact me for help every day, and I'm there helping them. I join people in fasting. I fast for them. I pray with them. I'm there. I, I, just, I just want to see everyone serving the Lord. Praise the Lord. The God, the Lord has been telling me to slow down, slow down, in other words. Praise the Lord. But, you know, so God wanted me to hear what she had to say. And she said to me, Elvie, I was the one who made the choice to stay. It is my choice, she says to me, looking at me. And I said, but how can you make this choice if you knew that the tribulation will be a time of uh, such a Difficult, tormenting time where whole humanity who stay behind will have to suffer greatly. But she said to me, No, Elby, I made the choice to stay, and it was my choice. Every time I see the principality come and grabbing her and begin to, uh, to bru- brutally, brutally abuse her, brothers and sisters, right in front of me. And I was very shocked to see her suffering, being tormented by this demon. Brothers and sisters, because it, it was sad, it was graphical, it was, it was it was painful. I can see the pain that she was under, and I was thinking, how can someone make the choice to stay in such a uh, bad, evil time, brothers and sisters? A time that Jesus said in, in Matthew 24, brothers and sisters, hallelujah, that hallelujah, tribulation will be like it never was before. And like I'll never be again. That's how bad, brothers and sisters, the tribulation is going to be. He says, for there should be great tribulation, such as, such 
as it was not since the beginning of the world to this time, nor, no, nor even should be. So, in all that the earth has gone through since the creation, even the killing of the dinosaur cannot be compared to the tribulation. Not even, hallelujah, as a scientist says, over 80% of the earth being terminated in the times of the dinosaur. Jesus said in his own teaching that essential, uh, such a was not since the beginning of the world to this time. That cannot even be compared when all those dinosaurs were killed or disappeared, brothers and sisters. Oh, it should never be again, not even when Satan gets loosened after the thousand years and he goes to the four corners of the earth to gather them for the final battle, which they're going to follow him like the sand of the sea. That's how much people are going to follow the devil when he can release again. Brothers and sisters, at the end of the thousand years of peace, a joy, of abundance, a blessing. Because it's a thousand years of blessing. It's a thousand years of joy, brothers and sisters. Can you believe that? Shalom, dear Sister Carla. Can you share some of the things you saw also? Shalom, shalom, brother. God bless you. Thank you, brother. Amen. Amen. Thank you for coming. Amen. Yes, it is. It is horrible, my brothers and sisters. Uh, oh, God gave me a dream. And um, I was able to see uh, the martial law. Uh, all the, uh, you know, soldiers already out with uh, guns on it and just ready to, you know, for their mission. They were just ready right there. Uh, they even had, you know, their guns ready um, for, you know, for anything. And um, and then, uh, you know, Brother Alby was there. And uh, I remember, you know, uh, talking to brother brother LB and I was saying, "Wow, look at this, brother! Uh, it's you know we um, talk about this right in the past, and um, you know it's already happening the martial law." And so brother LB was dressed up in uh, in, in a blue army uh, clothes, you know, um, army from you know from heaven, right? And uh, and he and God um and God used him in a mighty way. And Brother Elby was just uh, raising his right hand up, and and he was able to calm uh, all uh, you know people that were possessed. Uh, there were some people that just just got possessed, brothers and sisters. Uh, I was there too, and and, and a person. Uh, no, three or four people came up uh, after me, and uh, they were they were looking humans, but they were not, you know, they were not humans. They were uh, not normal. They were, uh, you know, they were saying uh, bad words. They were insulting me, and uh, they were coming towards me. And I just said, you know, in my mind, these people. Uh, they're not in their sentence, you know. Um, 
this is not normal. You know, they they are possessed and and they were just demons. And I was just rebuking them, um, and I just raised up my hands too, and somehow you know they calm down, they fall asleep, they fall asleep, and um, and I was amazed because you know the power of Jesus and the blood of Jesus. It was showing me there, too, that uh, it was very powerful. These demons could not even speak anymore. Uh, their hatred was, was, you know, gone because they fall asleep. They could not move. They could not talk. And, uh, and then I was, just, I was just able to see the uh, martial law. And I'm like, you know, I woke up and I just, you know, I went into prayer and I asked the Lord, and uh, and so the Lord just, you know, let me know this is what is happening. So we just got to be ready at all times, my brothers and sisters. We just got to continue to fast and pray because another thing that the Lord was letting me know was that through prayer, through fasting, through fasting, the Lord will show you things. Um, amen. So it's very good to fast because things are revealed to you when you fast. That's what the Lord let me know. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. And, and praise God. Yeah, go ahead, Brother Elvi. Thank you. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Sister Carla. Praise the Lord. God is so awesome. I noticed another thing that the, the principality was very nervous that I could have, I could have rebuked him, but I, I somehow I, I started thinking because I heard what she was saying to me, the sister. Then I said, I said, and then as it worked it for me to rebuke this principality, the principality was scared, thinking that in the name of the Lord I was going to cast him out and he would have to, you know, go suffering or something. And, but, you know, since she was telling me it was her choice, it's what she wanted to do, I said, well, I'm not going to rebuke this principality. I'm not, I'm not going to mess with what they're doing because the people is what they want to do. It's what they want. And so... You know, praise the Lord. All the time, I, the Lord has taken me to the tribulation. I, I have embarrassed these demons practically by rebuking them or beating on them, but not anymore. I, I, I won't mess with it. The Lord, I just see what the Lord is showing me, and that's it, because it's what the people want. And it, is, it is what the people want. And you cannot uh, embed other people's cho- uh, choices, what they want to choose to do. God said to, 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 the, to the Israelites, he spoke to the prophet Moses. He said to them in Deuteronomy 4.30, When thou art in tribulation, and all these things have come upon thee, even in the latter day, in the last day, when these things happen to you in the last day, and you turn to the Lord thy God, shall be obedient unto his voice. Praise the Lord. Look what God is saying to them. If you turn to me, and you are obedient to my voice when this happens. Praise the Lord. Obedience is better than sacrifice, brothers and sisters. For the Lord thy God is merciful God, he says. He will not forsake thee, neither destroy thee, nor forget the covenant of thy father which he has sworn unto them. Look, when, the, when you are in this great tribulation that is coming, praise the Lord. God said, if you turn to me, if you hear his voice, hallelujah, God said, for the Lord God is merciful God. He will not forsake thee, neither destroy thee, nor forget.
showed unto unto them. When God makes a covenant with you, he keeps it. He made a covenant with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And so the people, the, the Jewish people are going to go into the tribulation. But God said, when you see the tribulation in the last day, the only thing you need to do is call unto me. Listen to my voice. Why? Because obedience is better than sacrifice. Look at it right there in verse 30. Thank you, Lee. Thank you, Lord. When thou art in tribulation, all these things have come upon thee, even in the latter day, if thou turn to the Lord thy God, and should be obedient unto his voice, you see, God will be merciful. Merciful, but people don't want to be obedient to the voice, to the voice of the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And then he says on verse 32, For as now of the day that are past, which were before thee, since the day that God created men upon the earth, so this applies to everyone. It doesn't just apply to the Jewish people. But these were the people that Moses was commanded to lead out of Egypt. But this word applies to everyone. Listen careful. My brothers and sisters, those that are going to stay, that are making the choice to stay, listen careful. You can always cry out back to the Lord. For us now of the days that are past, which were before thee, since the day God created men upon the earth, and as for one side of heaven unto the other, where there have, where there have been any such of things as this great things is, or has been heard like it. Even through Moses, God is saying, the tribulation that you are going to encounter, nothing is going to be compared to. Here, yeah, right there, in the book of Deuteronomy, the tribulation. Right there. And chapter uh, chapter 30 to 32, tribulation. If you have, if you ever heard about anything like this, God is saying to this, for us, as in the day of the past, never. Which were before these in the day God created men upon the earth, and not from one side of the heaven unto the other, whether it has been any such a things as this great thing is, or has been her life. Never. Just the word of Jesus in Matthew 24, like it never been and like it'll never be again. He's confirming the prophecy of Moses in Deuteronomy 30. 32, 30, and 31, 32. I, I mean, Deuteronomy 4, I'm sorry. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you, God. Praise you, God. Verse 22. Did ever people heard the voice of God speaking out of the midst of the fire as thou hast heard it and lived? Thank you, Lord. Today, if you tell people you heard the voice of God, the first thing they say, that's not biblical. Come on. No one can hear God the way he saying he listened to God. Or well, she says she listened to God. They are not reading the Bible. That's what it means. When someone tells me this, and I know it's in the Word of God, the only thing I can think is they're not reading the Bible. They're going by what someone else says on Sunday service when they read Psalm 91 or Psalm 23. Brothers and sisters, study your Bible. Praise the Lord. Do you ever heard people the voice? Did there ever people heard the voice of God speaking out of the midst of the fire, as thou hast heard it and lived? Thank you, Lord. It's in the Word of God. They just, they just need to read the Bible. Praise the Lord. Everything is in the Bible. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Judges ten four. Go and cry out unto the God which ye have chosen. 
Let them deliver you in the time of your tribulation. Why are people going into tribulation? Because they have forsaken God. They have forsaken the real God. For other gods that are not God. And God and, and the Bible says, Go cry out to the God that which you have chosen. Those that you have chosen, go cry out to them. Let them deliver you in the in the time of tribulation, the Bible says. God have mercy. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And God has promised to deliver his people. First Samuel 10, 19. Ye have heard this day, reject your God, who himself save you out of your adversary and your tribulation. And ye have said unto him, Nay, but said a kind over us, a king over us, sorry, a king over us. Now, therefore, present yourself before the Lord by your tribe and by your thousands. Why was Samuel the prophet rebuking the people? Because they were asking God, brothers and sisters, for a king. But they were forgetting that God himself was their, was their king. It's like people today praying for God to pray prophets and servants and all that. When God himself wants to speak to them. It is a time of grace, a time of opportunity to be in communion with God and relationship with God. But they want a man before them to speak in their, in their behalf with God. Oh, God, have mercy. Even in grace, this happens under the law. It's happening under grace, too. Thank you, Lord. And Samuel rebuked them and said, If ye have this day rejected your God, when people behave this way, Samuel said, You are rejecting God. You are rejecting him because of the behavior they have. This is the type of behavior they have which is not biblical, which is not godly. Who are himself saved you out of all your adversity and your tribulation. And ye have said unto him, Nay, no, but taking over us. You have said no. My goodness. My goodness, my goodness, my goodness. Nay or yea, praise the Lord. First time in 2644. And behold, as thy life was so much steam in the day of my eyes, so let my life be so much steam in the eyes of the Lord. Let him deliver me out of the tribulation. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Matthew 13, 21. Gee, he not ruled in himself, but endure for a while. But when the tribulation of persecution arrives of the word, by and by he loses faith. If you're not rooted in the word of God, when tribulation comes, this is why each Christian has the responsibility to know God through his word. We all need to know the word. We all need to know God through his word. And we need to be rooted on the word of God. Because when tribulation and persecution come, what happens? By and by, he loses faith. Jesus taught his disciples. So lose faith. You're not rooted in the word. You're not rooted in Christ. And when tribulation comes, if you're not rooted in Christ, you'll lose faith. Thank you, Jesus. Because if you don't have Christ, in whom you're going to have faith? Faith without Christ is no faith. Because Christ is the foundation of faith. There's no other foundation, Paul said, that we can say. The one foundation has been said is Jesus Christ. Father God has said the foundation which is his son Jesus. There's no other foundation on which we can have faith or have salvation, which is the only one is Christ. 
But that's not what people are doing today. They're setting out a foundation. And that's why when tribulation and trouble comes, they go bye-bye. There's no more. There's just no more. They disappear. You wonder, where they were are they for lately? Those that begin to listen to you in 2020 and 2013, where are they? Most of them are gone. If they're not rooted in Christ, when tribulation and persecution come, you go bye-bye. God, have mercy. Thank you, Lord. Oh, Lord, have, have, hallelujah, mercy. And the Lord Jesus confirmed what the prophet Joel said in Joel 2, uh, 2.28, Matthew 24.29, immediately after the tribulation of those days, shall the sun be darkened and the moon shall not give her light, and the stars shall fall from heaven, and the power of heaven shall be sh- shaken. Jesus said that the power of heaven will be shaken. The kingdom of heaven and the heavenly place is going to be shaken. They're going to be cast out where they are. To the earth. And people are just, I saw this morning in tribulation, demons walking like human everywhere also. There was no difference. And people knew who they were because they had no other place to go. Because they're going to be thrown in the lake of fire after that. They're going to the, they're going to the hell, the lake of fire, and that's it. That's the end of that. And demons and hells are very scared for that. Brothers and sisters, pray for your family, pray for yourself, pray for your family, pray for your loved ones. Things, hallelujah, are being shaken more every day. You can see the things happening more and more across the nation, across the world. Government being found stealing like the government of Russia and many other countries. So much more is happening. And I talked about these things in the Lord's Bible before they even happened. And government is robbing and stealing. I told people... Now, the only reason Russia went to the Middle East the other day was because of money, nothing else. And look, and it came out on the news. I said it, and it happened exactly how I said it. It was just because of money. They don't care about nothing else, brothers and sisters. The only reason they went to Syria was because of money and because they're making one of the greatest army on the earth to use very soon against Israel. And there are other countries, and believe it or not, your own country is there joining them, training the greater army in the earth, and seeking 38 and 39, to race against the Jewish people. Netanyahu wants to find out what they're doing there. And they have an idea. The IDF knows, brothers and sisters, because all these nations are joined there in Syria. They have built uh, domes, huge places built by the Russian army, to train soldiers, brothers and sisters, hallelujah, to train soldiers to prepare them for the last battle where they think the Antichrist thinks he's going to win. Oh, boy. Are they wrong, those that are joining them? Hallelujah. They are very wrong. Mark thirteen twenty four, one of the confirmations, but in those days after the tribulation, the sun shall be darkened and the moon should not give her light. We, you and I know that the moon has no light. So what is going to happen in the heavenly places? Well, effect from the earth to the moon to the sun. If you want to look up on the internet, brothers and sisters, the distance, hallelujah, the distance, hallelujah, between the earth, I'm writing it out right now, and the sun. A mile, a mile, just, just so we can get an idea what is happening. I just looked it up right now. 
and I want to put it in the, in the chat room. The distance from Earth to the sun, it is 92.95 millions of miles. Almost 93 millions of miles from the Earth to the sun. Well, when the tribulation began, confirm Matthew and the prophet Mark, Matt, the, apostle, the apostle Matthew and the apostle Mark. Thank you, Lord. This is what they confirmed. Hallelujah. But in those days after the tribulation, the sun should be darkened and the moon should not give her light. And so the effect that is going to happen soon will be from the earth to the sun, 92.95 millions of miles of distance, the whole space, the whole heavenly places will be affected. Just as Matthew says, that the, heaven, the powers of heaven shall be shaken. The powers of heaven are going to be shaken, brothers and sisters. God is going to shake in the heaven, and he's going to shake in the earth. Major earthquakes are going to happen, brothers and sisters. Major earthquakes are going to happen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Major. They are coming. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, this is what the disciple advised of the followers. 1322, confirming the souls of the disciples and asserting them to continue in faith that we must, through master relation, enter the kingdom of God. We will enter heaven. Yes. Yes, we will. The Lord has promised us. The Lord is with us. The Lord is going to help us. But it's going to happen through much tribulation. This is not the great tribulation. Now this is for the bride of Christ who think they're not going to go through anything. Well, that's not biblical. That is not biblical. What is biblical is this. Confirming the souls of the disciples and exhorting them to continue in the faith that we must, through much tribulation, enter in the kingdom of God. You're looking forward, like I, to go to heaven. Well, in order for you and I to get to heaven, we must go through much tribulation, not the great tribulation. Don't confuse the two. But it's much tribulation, and not to be compared to the great tribulation because it's much greater, but it's much what we have to go through. Not one tribulation, not two, but much more than one or two. In other words, so you may understand, we're going to go through a lot. So praise the Lord. My wife losing her baby today, it made me very sad. I got very nervous. I'm like, oh, wow, Lord. But remember that the Lord is in control. The Lord took her home. I'm trusting in the Lord. I'm not going to break down in pieces because Jesus is in control. He promised, he promised me a daughter. I already got three heaven when Esther. I got Emerald, Genesis, and now Esther, all three in heaven. I hope to go see my daughter Esther in heaven any day. Any day I would like the Lord to show her to me, give her a heart, and let her know she will love and she will miss. I will love her and I will miss her. But we were going to have an eternity to run around heaven. So don't worry. Keep, keep my wife and I in prayer in the family. Praise the Lord. I'll keep you in prayer. Thank you, Lord. It is always sad, hallelujah, not to have your loved one right there with you, your sons or your daughters. But praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Our hope is heaven. Our hope is to be with God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. The Lord is so good. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Romans 5, 3. 
And not only only so, but we glory in tribulation also, knowing, says the Apostle Paul to the churches, knowing that tribulation worketh patience. So God has got working in us. He's always working something in us. I learned that as the Father from the Lord. Father God, he decides the test he's going to give us. And he's always working. The Lord told me this. He's always working his, his work in us. He's always working something in us. Although everything works for the good for them that love the Lord. Work for the good. But God is always working something in us. It may not feel good at present, but he's always working. Look what Paul said to the brothers and sisters. Not only so, but we glory in the tribulation also, knowing that the tribulation work at patience. God is working something in your life. Don't get angry at God. Because he's producing patience in your life, thank him for it. Just thank him. It's hard. I, I complain sometimes, then I repent. Then I say, God, let thy will be done. You know, it's not easy. It's just not easy. But he's working his plan in us, and then it's a perfect plan. And you have no idea. But it's because, as Paul says, I'm sorry, as Peter said, there's a much glory that is going to be manifested. Thank you, Jesus. There's a much glory that is going to be manifested in that day. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We may not see it or understand it now, hallelujah, but it will be shown in us the glorious bride. A glorious bride is going to be shown in us. Now, I want to share this. Uh, when the Lord took me last, uh, a few of the last time to the, to the wedding supper of the Lamb, one of the things I, I noted was the glory of the brothers and sisters sitting at the table. Oh, they look so handsome. And their new body with so much glory of God in them. Now, how do you think? How do you think they obtained that glory? Or how do you think God worked that glory in their life? How do you think God worked that glory in their life? When they die and they got the new body, you know what I'm That glory of God is on them and they look so beautiful now, so young and so full of life and so full of glory from God. How do you think God got that glory? How do you think God works that glory in their life? He worked at the tribulation and testing and trial of their faith. That's how he worked out on them, brothers and sisters. I saw some of you, are, when the Lord gave me some of the rights of revelation, you, you look so glorious with the glory of Jesus on you. And how do you think you got that glory of Jesus on you? Because God is working something. God is working patient in you. He's doing a lot of mighty things in your life. That's how. Thank you, Lord. Those are beautiful pictures, Sister uh, Carla. My goodness, the wedding supper of the Lamb. Thank you, Lord. I am telling you, God is working patient in your life. He is working so much. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. So instead of complaining, repent or thank God if you can. Or keep your mouth shut like Jesus said. He opened now his mouth. He was in tremendous pain. I mean, I don't think that words to describe the pain that Jesus was in with a cross on his back, being slapped, being beaten, heading to the cross. And Isaiah says, he opened not his mouth. Brothers and sisters, come on. He opened not his mouth. Can you imagine you and I being in such, such, such a pain that Jesus was in? Hallelujah. 
Some people may say, I would have insulted everybody that, that was doing all that to me. I would have been insulted. You're going to go to hell. Watch what I'm going to do to you when I go to the Father. For sure you're going to go to the lake of fire for what you're doing to me. That could have been your night, brother, but he opened not his mouth. You know why he opened not his mouth? That some of those people that were doing that to him might, might be saved. Can you believe he was thinking of saving them when they were accusing him? They were beating up on him unfairly. And all he had in his mind was to save them. Can we be like Christ, brothers and sisters? Please, can we be like Christ? All he was thinking about, about them, about their life, brothers and sisters, that he may save them. He came not to judge them, but to save them. But all these horrible things, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. With all these horrible things, hallelujah. Look what Isaiah said. He was oppressed, Isaiah 53, 7. He was oppressed. He was afflicted. Yet he opened not his mouth. He is brought as a lamb to the slaughter. As a sheep before his shepherd is dumb. He opened not his mouth. He was going with that cross on his back to be killed, to be slaughtered, to be cut in pieces, in other words. Because that's what they do at the slaughterhouse. Brothers and sisters, when they slaughter, when they slaughter animals, cut them in pieces. He was being cut in other words in pieces by the beating he was that was on his life. And if it was you and I, they would have heard us. They would have heard us, but not Jesus. Brothers and sisters, if it was you and I, maybe we would have sent all those people to hell. You pilot, you're the first one going to the lake of fire. It was, if it was you and I. I believe Pilate, Pilate is in heaven today. Most of the people that say that to Jesus are in heaven today. They're worshiping him. Oh, thank you, Lord, for the salvation. He's rejoicing them as his God in heaven. Brothers and sisters, his mercy endured forever. His mercy endured forever. That's why none of us can compare to Jesus. Because all he thinks about is salvation to people. All he thinks about is saving people. People just want to see people go to hell, but not Jesus. He wants to see them come to heaven, brothers and sisters. Oh, he is pure love. He is the manifestation of the love of God. You want to know what the love of God is like? See the life of Jesus. See the, see the heart of Jesus in his word. All he wants is to save them. Other people want to condemn him. He wants to save them, brothers and sisters. He, he, he is so loving. Thank you, Jesus. I say, I say, he was taken from prison and from judgment. Who shall declare his generation? He was cut off out of the land of the living. For the transgression of my people, he was stricken. Hallelujah. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Verse 11. He should see the travail of his soul. He should be satisfied. By his knowledge of my righteous servant justify many, for he should bear their iniquity. He could not wait. Uh, it's another expression that we use today. Jesus, with the cross on his back, he could not wait to finish the work that Father 
Africa sent him to do. By bringing the cross up to the mountain. Being crucified right where Adam was buried. Where the body of Adam was buried. Jesus could not wait. Where Adam and he failed. Jesus wanted to triumph with the cross on his back. He just wanted to make it there and let the devil know that, yeah, he's deceiving Adam and Eve, and they failed. But Jesus wanted to triumph over death by that cross being set over the body of Adam, brothers and sisters. And then Jesus giving his life for everyone, where he shall bear the iniquity of all men upon that cross, so he can save all men that come to him and repent. That's what grace is, the open door for repenting, the open door that gives everyone the opportunity to come to God and repent. And God forgives them through Christ and receive them as his own sons and daughters and gives them the opportunity to come to heaven and live for all and eternity with God. And how all God wants to give to them. Oh, God, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And it's a wonderful verse. For I am convinced, folks, that nothing can ever separate us from the love, from his love. Romans 8, 38. Thank you, Jesus. It was the hope of Christ in his heart, in his life. To make it to the end of that cross. That's why when Peter or the devil used Peter to try to stop him from going to being crucified. Lord, let not this thing happen to you. Jesus said, depart from me, all Satan. <laughs> he rebuked Peter. Not to say that he, he should not die on the cross. He wanted to die on the cross. Hallelujah. He wanted to, he wanted to fulfill the Father's will. For everyone to have the opportunity to live. Because that and Satan, all they wanted to kill was kill everyone. They didn't care about anyone. They just wanted to kill everyone. But not Jesus, not the Lord. He wanted to save everyone. And he's still touching the heart of people that they will repent and they'll come to God. They'll come to him and they'll repent of their sins. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Then I tell you last night in prayer, I was in prayer with the Lord, and I asked the Lord, Lord, um, are you going to show me something? He said, yes. I got excited. Every time I hear him say something to me, I, you know, praise the Lord. I, I wanted him to take him to heaven, but it's not my will, but his will be done. And so he just wanted to show me the tribulation one more time and show me that as much as I can, I can suffer, and my heart goes out to people, brothers and sisters, I got to understand myself. This is personal to me. The people are going to make their own choices. And I can try helping them with the word of God that they, they make, they'll change the, the, the way, the choice, brothers and sisters. But it's up to them. God was showing me, look, people are going to make their choice to stay in the tribulation. There's nothing you can do. You can preach my word. You can serve our message you want. Those that are listening, those that are repenting, those that are seeking me, those he'll save and bring to heaven and the rapture. But those that make their choice to stay, there's nothing you can do. And that's what that woman was telling me. Look, 
I know you were preaching the word. I know you are a man of God. I knew all that, Elvie. She said to me, looking at me. I knew all that. I knew you were a man of God. I knew it was God that sent you to preach the word to us. But I was the one who made the church to stay in the tribulation. There's nothing you could do, she says to me, to my face. And that's, God wanted me to hear those words. So I would think, look, people want to make their choices. We, we have limited, there's not much we can do for those that make the choice of faith. Thank you, Lord. So I want to thank each one of you for joining us. Praise the Lord. I hope Sister Carla can come on tomorrow and share uh, more with you, brothers and sisters. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, God. I hope we can come on Thursday night again and share what the Lord wants me to share, brothers and sisters. Uh, when the Lord gives me a word for you, I will come on and share the word like this morning. Those uh, took me to the tribulation and showed me those things. That I, I wanted to come on and share these things. I will come on. I, I don't usually like to come on if I don't have nothing to share unless the Lord tells me, I want you to come on tonight and share this. Then I'll come on. Thank you, Lord. A lot of people would like to have me on every night. But you see, what am I going to talk about every night if the Lord doesn't give me this specific message? It's better than a specific message that I can touch to other people. Now, more people are coming to the Lord almost every day. I get, and, and lately it's been every day two or three persons from different countries that are writing to me that they, they are either found the video of the message on YouTube or, or Facebook or anywhere or on these websites, brothers and sisters, that they're, 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 like, they're being touched by God and they're coming to the Lord that are repenting now. And I, I appreciate that. I'm glad for all that that is happening. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for what he's doing. All glory goes to the Lord. Not to me or anybody else. So thank you, my brothers and sisters. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for, for how those that are supporting us, that are helping us. I will hope that more, more of the people that are using the message from the Lord Tower can support us, but a lot of people don't care to. I ask you to please continue to pray for our finance here, our family, everyone's here. Uh, praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We're hoping that we can put our community here together for the Lord. God is willing, and we're going to start soon. Praise the Lord. If not, we go home in the rapture and praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I just want to be with the Lord. I want to go home to be with the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And that's what's important in all this, brothers and sisters. I will continue to share what the Lord has given me. Thank you, Jesus. So let the word of God be done. So please keep us in prayer, brothers and sisters. Amen. And let, let the word of God be done. Not our word, but his will be done. Thank you, Jesus. God is the one who knows everything. Thank you, Jesus. He knows every heart. He knows every mind. So shalom, shalom, my brothers and sisters. Blog Talk Radio. Behind the veil of what is seen, the natural eye, a great event is being prepared. A war and a wedding feast will have their place in time. Soon and not yet is the word that the watchman gives as he strains his eyes through the darkness of the night mist. He can sense that just beyond the horizon, a great brightness is preparing to break forth. 
Arise, you sleepers. Shake off your slumber, he calls. Come and fill your lamp with fresh oil. Trim your wick. Cry out in the streets and do not let your voice be silent. For the coming of the great king is at hand. Arise and shine, for your light has come. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Only wait for the Lord. Be strong and have a good courage. And wait for the Lord.
Raise up watchmen out of every nation. Raise up those who will stand unafraid in the night hour, who will give no sleep to their eyes, no peace or rest give them to you, Lord, until you make Jerusalem a praise in all the earth. You have sworn it by your name. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Welcome to the Lord's Hour, my brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Shalom, shalom to each one of you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. He is so good, and he is so wonderful. Hallelujah. We're beginning a, a, a week, hallelujah, with the Lord. Hallelujah. Hoping that soon we're going to be out of here. Hallelujah. In, in Luke 17, hallelujah, the Bible says in verse 20, the one of the Pharisees asked Jesus, when God's kingdom will come, he was interested in knowing when would the Lord Jesus Christ will return back. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. He replied, the, the coming of God's kingdom is not something you can see just by watching for it carefully. People will, will not say, here it is, or there it is. God's kingdom is amongst you says Jesus. Then Jesus spoke to his disciples, the time is coming, he said, when you will long to, to, to see one of the day of the Son of Man, but you won't see it. Pray Jesus, hallelujah. People will tell you, there he is, or there he is, he is, don't go running after them, hallelujah. And pray Jesus, hallelujah. In verse 24, when the Son of Man come, he will be like the lightning. It will flash, hallelujah, and light up the sky from one end to the another end. But first, the Son of Man must suffer many things. He will not be affected by the, by the people today, hallelujah. Remember how it was in the days of Noah. It will be the same when the Son of Man comes. People were eating and drinking. They were getting married. They were giving their daughters to be married. They all... Uh, they did all those things right up to the day North entered the ark. Then the flood came and destroyed them all. It was the same in the day a lot. People were eating and drinking. They were buying and selling. They were planting and building. And the day La, La left Sodom, fire and sulfur rained down from heaven, and all the people were destroyed. It will be just like that on the day of the Son of Man is shown to the world. Suppose someone is on the roof of his house on that day, and suppose it's good and inside the house. He should not go down to get them. No one in the field should go back to, for anything either. Remember, last wife, last wife, anyone who tries to keep his life will lose it, and anyone who loses his life will keep it. I tell you, hallelujah, on, on that night, two people will be on, on one bed, one person will be taken, and the other one will be left, hallelujah. Two women will be grinding grain together. One will be taken, and, and the other one will be left. Hallelujah. Well, uh-huh. well Lord, his disciple asked, he replied, the virtue will gather where the dead body is. Hallelujah. Now, this this part here that I'm reading to you, hallelujah, is very, is very deep, and it, and it has to be studied because, hallelujah, you can see part of the rapture in there, 
but mostly it's about the second coming of the Lord. And a lot of the things, hallelujah, is in regard to the tribulation. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. Because in the tribulation, uh, praise Jesus, hallelujah. In the tribulation, uh, uh, praise Jesus, hallelujah. Uh, in the tribulation, people at the end will see Jesus. Hallelujah. But not in the rapture. In the rapture is like a thief in the nine, where no one will see the Lord. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. So uh, people in the, in, the, in the second coming will be looking forward to seeing the Lord, but not in the rapture. In the rapture, no one will see the Lord. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And this is what's happening now. Now, there's still people getting dreams and revelation about the Lord's coming, about the rapture, about this time that is, hallelujah, eminent. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. It's very eminent. It's here and it's close. Praise God, hallelujah. And the Lord is warning his people to prepare and to be ready for his coming because he is coming for his people. Praise the Lord, hallelujah, who, 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 who are ready. The bride says on Revelation 20, who have made herself ready. Hallelujah. So um, everything of God has to do with us being prepared, with us listening, like the Bible said, let him hear him who has ears hear what the Spirit has to say. So it's all about listening. It's all about being prepared. Hallelujah. It's all about paying attention. It's all about hearing the message from God. Hallelujah. That's what this is all about with God. Hallelujah. That we pay attention to his message and that we're looking forward, hallelujah, to, to, to receiving the Lord and his coming because he is coming, praise Jesus, hallelujah, for his people. He is coming to take us home, praise the Lord, hallelujah. And he has said it through his word. He has explained it through the word, hallelujah. And like in Matthew 25, the parable of the ten virgins, it explains there, hallelujah, how would the Lord come, hallelujah. And it's very different there from the second coming, hallelujah. It's very, it's very, very different, praise Jesus, hallelujah, from the second coming, hallelujah. Uh, because it, it talks about that he comes in the middle of the night, and in the middle of the night, at the midnight hour, that's when everybody is sleeping, and it's dark. You don't see nothing. So the rapture is like a thief in the night, and the second coming is where everyone will see, see him. And that's why in Luke 17, what I'm reading to you, it says like lightning. And another word, hallelujah. And, and we know also lightning can happen sudden. Praise Jesus, for lightning from one stream to another. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. He will come with great power, like he says in Matthew 24, and then all I will see him. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. Now, I also wanted to share, uh, not last night, but the night before, the Lord, hallelujah, uh, showed me what things that we're going to encounter or we're going to go through. Hallelujah. And one of the things that the Lord uh, revealed to me, that, that we, we see martial law here in the United States, and I was very surprised. I was very, very surprised to see martial law, hallelujah, because I really thought martial law, we were not going to see it, and I thought that, that, that will be maybe in the beginning of the tribulation, which we, with the bride of Christ, we are not going through the tribulation. We're going to be taking before the tribulation start, praise Jesus, hallelujah. So my thinking always, like, <laughs> thinking that we're not going to see martial law, but 
you know, praise Jesus, a lot of things has to happen. And we know the reason why martial law has to be implemented. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And it says in case of emergency, uh, praise Jesus, hallelujah, like we've seen implemented in California a, 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 a few years ago. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And it's been, I believe, implemented back in, in, in New York City a long time ago where they gave people a curfew, hallelujah, where they had to be home, I believe it was 8 or 9 o'clock, hallelujah. So all this stuff is coming. Martial law is coming to the United States. And, I, you know, I never thought that maybe if, if when the earthquake in California were hit and they, got, and they get all those damage in California, I didn't think that the government was going to go ahead and declare martial law. But they are going to do it. For sure, they're going to declare martial law after the earthquake in California hits, hallelujah. But I also know that we have an eastern tsunami coming, praise Jesus, hallelujah. And 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 that is going to affect greatly like what, what people have seen in New York and New Jersey, and I've seen it too. Hallelujah! These two major cities will be affected greatly in Boston, and I believe it's Connecticut and many other uh, cities. Hallelujah! And one of the uh, one of them is Miami. It's going to be affected greatly. Hallelujah! Too. Praise God! Hallelujah! So all these cities that are very close to the sea. Uh, like New York, will be affected by the eastern tsunami that is coming, hallelujah. And we also have an, a western tsunami coming to the United States that the Lord has been showing me and has been showing, hallelujah, many, many other people that this is coming and that we better be prepared now. We better be seeking the Lord now. Praise God, hallelujah, for what's coming. Praise Jesus, hallelujah, because it's coming and it's very close, hallelujah. Now, when I started reading, hallelujah, uh, Luke 1720, I noticed that the, it was one of the Pharisees that asked Jesus about the coming of the Lord, hallelujah. And, and I say this because the Pharisees, uh, they were not saved. They were not saved. And you say, Brother Elvie, how do you know that? Well, we see the case of Nicodemus. Nicodemus was one of the Pharisees, hallelujah. And he came, he, Nicodemus got saved later on, but the rest of the Pharisees, uh, uh, did not believe or did not know about being born again, which that's what, what it means to be saved, to be born again of the Spirit. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. So the Pharisees were not saved. But look at this. They were very interested on the, on the coming of the, of the Lord, of the coming of the Messiah, which in Israel to, to this day, they, they haven't received uh, Yeshua as the Messiah, but they believe Hallelujah. And the, and the Messiah, that the Messiah will return. So the Pharisee who were waiting for the Messiah to return, who did not receive Jesus as the Messiah, but as a rabbi, hallelujah, they, wa they wanted to know what Rabbi Jesus has to say or has to teach about the coming of the Messiah. In verse 20, hallelujah. So the Pharisee went and asked the Lord, hallelujah, that when God's kingdom will come, how, like many people now want to know a day, a time, hallelujah. And, and what Rabbi Jesus did was he gave them sign. He gave them, he gave them event that had already happened, hallelujah, that they can use as a reference, like the times of north, hallelujah. When God warned north that he was going to destroy the earth by a flood, Praise Jesus, hallelujah. 
and that it was going to rain for 40 days and 49. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And, and the Bible says that, that Noah was a preacher, hallelujah, and warned his generation about at the judgment of God that was coming, but no one listened to Noah, hallelujah. So Noah and his family went and, and, and went into, into, into the ark, hallelujah, and no one else followed after them because no one believed uh, the, the idea of Noah, the teaching of Noah, hallelujah. No one believed his teaching, hallelujah. And again, when we say Noah, a lot of people tend to forget that they will have to say Rabbi Noah, hallelujah, because if someone is considered a teacher, it's considered a rabbi, okay? So Noah was a rabbi, and Noah was a rabbi in his time. Just as Jesus and these Pharisees called themselves rabbi, so Noah also, hallelujah, was a rabbi. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. So when Rabbi Noah was teaching the Torah, hallelujah, with the revelation, Torah meaning revelation, when Rabbi Noah was teaching the Tanakh, hallelujah, he was teaching Torah, hallelujah, revelation from God, hallelujah. Rabbi Noah was teaching Torah, revelation from God, praise Jesus, hallelujah. And Rabbi Noah, hallelujah, received as a revelation that the earth was going to be destroyed by a flood. And God spoke directly to Rabbi Noah and told him that it was going to destroy in 40 days and 49 of rain, nonstop. So Noah, being a rabbi, a teacher, went and taught his generation, because if you're considered a rabbi, that means you had disciple, okay, and you, were, and you already had class teaching in the synagogue other people. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. That's how it's considered in Israel. So if someone was, going, was called rabbi, if someone was teaching Torah, hallelujah, was someone who was walking with God, they believe, and this someone either was teaching in a synagogue, had to be uh, qualified, is the word, to, ta- to teach in a synagogue. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. So for surely, hallelujah, because the Bible says that Noah teaches generation, hallelujah, as a revelation later on, the Bible says, so uh, he was a rabbi who was teaching in his time Torah. He was teaching Torah. And his revelation was, hallelujah, from the Tanakh, and from the revelation from God was that the earth was going to be destroyed. Now, not many listen to Rabbi Noah. Not many pay attention to his teaching. Hallelujah. Many times his teaching was nonsense. Hallelujah. Nonsense, hallelujah. Because it, it, a, lot of, a lot of rabbis don't take rabbis who, who point out in time. In another word, a rabbi cannot be pointing something into time unless he has a reference. So what reference that Rabbi North had to point out, hallelujah, in his Torah's teaching, hallelujah, that the earth was going to be destroyed in 40 days and 49. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. But the rabbis forget that Rabbi Moses, Mashiach, hallelujah, he received revelation up in the mountain from God. Hallelujah. And every revelation Rabbi Moses brought down to the people were revelation from God, directly from him. Hallelujah. In another word, God revealed to Moses, 
what was going to happen as he had already revealed to Noah, hallelujah, through revelation, what was going to happen, and this is what was missing, hallelujah, amongst the Jewish people, hallelujah, the, the, the direct revelation from God, where God was speaking to the rabbi directly, and then they were converting the message from God to the people, hallelujah, praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I'm going to take a break. Hallelujah. Now, I will be back. My son sees me. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. For you, God.
Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Praise God, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, brother, it seems like the sisters having problems logging into the into the radio uh, page through Skype. See if you can help her out, my brother Chance, hallelujah. She's been having problems, hallelujah, doing it. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. And I don't see why, because I'm, I'm able to do it, and other people have been able to do it too, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Yes, 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 that's fine. She can do it. She can do it through Skype. Nicole did it through Skype, hallelujah. She didn't have no problem. She went and registered, hallelujah, and she went and, and, um, and was able to go on the radio show, hallelujah. Yes, 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 that's, she wants to go on the radio. Yes, that's what we talked about. Praise the Lord, but she's having problem doing that, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. So again, Jesus compared the time of north, hallelujah, to the time of his return. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Okay, praise the Lord, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Yeah, she can come on the radio. I told her she can come on the radio and she can share with us what... Whatever the Lord gives her to speak, hallelujah, she really wants to work for the Lord. She loves the Lord, hallelujah, and wants to work with people. Praise the Lord, that's fine. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise Jesus. So he compared that time, hallelujah, hallelujah. But he said that when he comes on his second coming, it will be like lightning, hallelujah, that flashes, that flashes and lights up the sky from one end to the other. But first, the Son of Man must suffer many things. He will not be accepted by the people of today. Hallelujah. Say this Bible translation. Hallelujah. So he will not be received by the people. And as he said, remember how it was in the days of Noah. It will be the same when the Son of Man comes. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. So again, uh, when the Lord comes, which is compared now to the rapture here also. Hallelujah. What are people doing, says the Bible? People are eating and drinking. And, and my brother, my brother, uh, my, my my brother, Pastor John, who is in heaven now, um, the Lord gave him a revelation about this, and the Lord revealed to my brother, to my pa- to my former pastor John, that he died in 2008, or he went home with the Lord in 2008, and the Lord had revealed to him, Hallelujah, that gluttony was the sin of that generation of North, Hallelujah. All they thought was about eating and drinking and nothing else. They thought about themselves. They were being prideful, in another word, hallelujah. But the sin of gluttony was the problem, and so was in the times a lot. Gluttony was a problem. People there thought it was eating and drinking and leaving whatever they wanted to do. Hallelujah. And it sounds like the same thing is going on now, hallelujah. All people think about is eating and drinking and nothing else, hallelujah. Hallelujah. So if we compare the generation on not judging people, hallelujah, we can see that the same the same sin that was going on, hallelujah, in the times of north and in the times of Lot, it's going on right now. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. Yes, I could pray for them, hallelujah. Before we close the program, we will we will we will come in agreement and we will pray, hallelujah, that the Lord Hallelujah, whatever's going on, the Lord will help them, hallelujah. So, you know, so a lot of, even a lot of Christians, they get involved on just, hallelujah, eating and drinking, hallelujah, and nothing else. 
and they don't worry about nothing else, hallelujah, and, and, and they don't seem to notice that Jesus compared the generation of North and Lot to this generation, hallelujah. So this generation, everything that we're doing is compared to those generations. And God, hallelujah, says in, in Genesis 6 that it heard God that he had created men on the earth. You know how much it's hurt God, the Lord, to see people sinning and the way they're doing it, especially Christians, his people? Because, hallelujah, the Son of God came to the daughters of men, and they went and took them as wife, hallelujah, or just went and have as many as they wanted to have, hallelujah. And, and all this problem was created, and it, and it really didn't hurt God about what the angel did so much which I'm pretty sure it did, but it says the Bible that I heard that he created men on earth because their, their thoughts was to continue and continue evil. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. So, praise Jesus. Yeah, we will pray for them, my sister. We will. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. The Lord will heal them. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And so the thoughts of people now are in continual evil. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Just like in the times of Noah's and Lot. And it's hurting God. It's really hurting the Lord to see people, hallelujah, um, every day, just their thoughts, their, their actions, everything they're doing, and it's in complete evil, hallelujah. And in the generational lot, they were so, uh, 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 no, hallelujah, they were so disrespect, disrespecting, hallelujah. They did not respect what God had established in marriage, hallelujah, a man and a woman. They went and they took any woman up there, hallelujah, who wanted to go out with them. Hallelujah. So it, that's what happened in that generation. And they heard God when he saw this, that he created man. Hallelujah. And people, Christian people, don't know how much they heard God when they when they have a wife or, or, or when they, God called them to be only with one wife, choose one wife, and that's it. Hallelujah. And it hurt God when they go and they go after other women. And this goes on in the church everywhere. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. It don't matter where, but it's going on. And this is a problem. This is a big problem, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. The people, hallelujah, uh, want to have, men want to have more than one wife, and women want to have more than one man. Hallelujah. And actually, uh, the women were the sons, were the daughters of the men in, the, in that generation of Noah. Hallelujah. And God did not expect these women, hallelujah, to listen to these, to these fallen angels, to the Nephilim. God did not expect them to follow the desire of the Nephilim. But they were, they were themselves so evil. So they turned themselves so evil and so wicked, so, so disrespectful. Hallelujah, because they didn't respect themselves when they did that, the women. That God really got real mad. God re got real mad, hallelujah, and just planned to destroy the earth, destroy the problem. Hallelujah. And then the tribulation, this is what God is going to do again. He is going to destroy the earth again. He promised he would not destroy the earth with flood again. But we are going to get major earthquakes and tsunami again. Hallelujah. And although, hallelujah, says Revelation, that few people will be left, hallelujah, on the end of all these distractions, hallelujah, but all these things are going to happen, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. 
they're going to happen on the earth. And God is saying, I'm going to destroy the earth. Look what it says in Isaiah 24, hallelujah. The Lord will destroy the earth. The Lord is going to completely, Isaiah 24, 1, the Lord is going to completely destroy everything on earth. He will twist its surface, hallelujah. He will scatter those who live on it. Priests and people alike will suffer. So will master and their servants. And so will women and their female servants, hallelujah. Sellers and buyers alike will suffer. The stock market again. Hallelujah. The stock market is going to be destroyed by God, says Isaiah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. So will those who borrow and those who lend. Who, is, who are those that borrow and do, who are those that lend? The banks. God says in Isaiah 24 that he is going to destroy the stock market and he's going to destroy all the banks. <laughs> it's in the Bible, people. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. So he will destroy those who borrow and those who lend. The bank lends. And the people borrow. So he will destroy them both. So there will be no people in the tribulation at the end who will borrow money. And there will be no bank standing at the end of the tribulation. Because God says he is going to destroy the banks. The lender and the borrower. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. That's God saying. Not Elvie. Please don't, don't think it's Elvie. Because some people are saying what Elvie is saying. <laughs> And I'm reading it from the Bible. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And so will those who, hallelujah, who owe money and those who lend it. Again, I'm going to post this on the chat room. It's not Elvis saying it. It's the Bible saying it. I'm reading this from the Bible. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, because people were criticizing me, hallelujah, on things that I said. And I remember reading that from the Bible, hallelujah, when I said it. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. But it must be because I'm the one reading the Bible. So they have to attack me in this way. Praise Jesus. The earth will be completely destroyed. Everything of value will be taken out of it. Now, uh, let's think. What are the things of value on the earth that human, mean, that human beings value a lot? Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Maybe large, tall buildings. Hallelujah. Beautiful museums and stuff like that. There are so much things that people value on earth now. And God is saying, and I said 24, hallelujah, that he is going to destroy them all. You know, and God is not happy with all these banks, hallelujah, who got all these students, hallelujah, who have given all these students loans and who charge them interest, high interest, and who trick them in different ways to get all these students in debt. God is not happy with them. And God says and I said he's going to destroy them. That's, that's how God feels about them. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Because, hallelujah, look what all these, all these banks are done, hallelujah, to the people. After they lend them the money, hallelujah, to buy the houses, then later on they come around, and when people lose their job or anything, and they, and they go back to the bank for help, the bank goes around and takes the house is away from them and makes them responsible for a lot of money to walk back to them. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. God is not happy with these banks. And God says in Isaiah 24, 
He is going to destroy them. There will be no more after the tribulation. No more. You're not going to see them in the, in the millennium kingdom of Jesus Christ. No more. You're not going to see this bank anymore. Neither the people. Because they have, they have acted upon evil. And if they, they don't repent and turn back to God, if they don't sincerely repent to God, hallelujah, the only place they're going to, hallelujah, the Bible says that they're going to the lake of fire. That's what the Bible says, not Elvie. <laughs> Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. So if they don't repent, and, and, and let's, let's pray for all these people. Let's pray for them, hallelujah. Don't, don't think I'm judging them. I'm reading from the Bible again. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. So what they do is they go after the people, hardworking people who, who, who need who needs a loan for school or who, or who needs a loan for a house or anything else or a car, hallelujah, and they go play the numbers around. They trick the people into making it impossible for them to pay the loan, hallelujah, and, and, they, and, they, and, and then people have no time, no time. Listen, if the devil is not at work through all this, hallelujah. The people have no time to see God because they're working two and three jobs. They're too tired to pray. They're too tired to read the Bible because in the moment they read the Bible, when they come home, they fall asleep. So they don't have time to, hallelujah, to listen to a program like this or to read the Bible or to pray or anything, hallelujah. You won't believe the people that, that have been speaking to me now that are returning to the Lord. Many are coming back to God. But how did they backslide in the first place? They didn't have time. They're working too hard. They're working two and three jobs. They don't have time to listen to programs like this anymore. Hallelujah. They don't have time to see God anymore. And although they say, man, I wish, I wish I could be in the presence of the Lord like I used to be. I wish I could be praying at home. But look, and when they, when they open those letters from the banks, all the loan, hallelujah, they have to pay monthly, hallelujah, hallelujah. They have to work this job. Praise Jesus. Especially if you want to study something. Hallelujah. I have to quit my college because it was too much money. And I try to work it out with my college, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. With the loan I had, hallelujah. They didn't have mercy on me. They didn't care, hallelujah. Either I pay it and I, and I had to work two jobs, hallelujah, or no college for me. So no college for me. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. I don't need it anyway. I'm going to heaven. I'll, I'll go to college in heaven then. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Seven years is a long time for me to go to college up there. And maybe later on at the end of the millennium, I can go to college. As many years I want to go in college up there. Praise Jesus. And the college up there are a lot better than, the, than the, what we have down here. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Because everything they teach down here, it's against God. They're not teaching the Bible. They're not teaching people about God down here. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. But when you go to those colleges in heaven, it's all about God. It's all about studying, learning about God. And if you study to be a scientist, a doctor, whatever you want to be up there, they will teach you right. You will be a great doctor. You will be a great scientist for the glory of God. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. You will use it for the glory of God, for the benefit of God's people. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. That's what you're going to use it for. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. So God sees what these people are doing to, to the people. They, they're abusing them. 
That's what they're doing. Praise God, hallelujah, because the rich have money, and they want more money. Hallelujah. So they go after the poor, hallelujah, to use them and abuse them. Praise Jesus. But God is seeing this, hallelujah, and God is not happy with this. And God said, I'm going to destroy the lenders. Hallelujah. I'm going to destroy them. And sadly to say, the borrower are only included in the I included in this. Why? Because the borrower are listening to the lenders. Because the banks are telling me, are telling people, just get another job. They were telling me all this stuff. All you got to do is just get another job. And I'm putting my time together. When am I going to have time then to be with my family? If I'm, if I'm working two jobs. If I'm working 16 hours a day, what time do I have for my family? Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. And then what time am I going to take to study? Because I'm going to be falling asleep, too, because I'm working too hard. Praise Jesus. And it's all, all us up together, and then you're being beat up by them. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. But you know what? It's all going to end. It's all going to end very soon. This is the end. We're at the end time. Hallelujah. Party, it's over for them. They had their fun. Our fun is about to begin soon. Hallelujah. We're going to go have fun in heaven. Hallelujah. For seven years. And then have fun for a thousand years on earth. Hallelujah. You can go into the millennium. You can study anything you want. I've seen those huge big universities in the millennium. Hallelujah. The redeemed from heaven and angels from heaven, hallelujah. Holy, holy people of God are going to be teaching them. And whatever you want to learn, whatever you love to learn, you will learn it and you will use it for the glory of God, for the benefit of God's people. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And all this is here. It's approaching soon and faster every day. We are closer to going home every day, hallelujah. Every day we're a day closer to going home, hallelujah, and we are going to go home with the Lord, hallelujah, we're going to disappear, we're going to be raptured, we're going to be caught up in the air very soon, hallelujah, no more they will see us anymore, hallelujah, praise Jesus, hallelujah, for his mercy, oh glory to God, hallelujah, so that's this Isaiah, and Isaiah 24, that that's what the Lord has said, the earth was right up completely, you know, and when I read this part here yesterday, that the earth was, was dried up completely, I was meditating that the Lord showed me, praise Jesus, hallelujah, that, that there, will be, um, um, there will be no rain practically in the tribulation for a long time. And every river and all that, like uh, we have the Merrimack River, which a lot of people know, know the Merrimack River. In New York City, it's a awesome river. All these rivers are going to dry up. They are going to dry up in the tribulation. We're not going to see it. We're not going to be around here. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. But those rivers are going to dry up. Hallelujah. In the tribulation. Hallelujah. And for surely, I've seen this river over here dry up. No water. This is a huge river. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And the world will dry up and waste away. Look what God says. The world. Not only these rivers, hallelujah, not, not only these countries, but the whole world will dry up and waste away, hallelujah. That seven, those seven years of revelation are not going to be fun, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Look at this. 
look to look what God is going to do to the to the to the people in Hollywood. Look what the Bible says in Isaiah 24 that God is going to do to the people in Hollywood. The most important people on, on earth will fade away. Clue if he doesn't repent, he is going to fade away in the tribulation. All these people on television in Hollywood, if they don't repent of their sin and see God, they will fade away, says God through says God through Isaiah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Um, yes, we can go to school in heaven. Yes, and, and when we get back in the millennium, we can go back to school. And God, let me tell you about learning in God. It never ends. You will see uh, angels were, were up there with billions of years, okay, and they're still learning. It's like they're just beginning to learn about God. Listen to this. But billions of years, okay, and they're still Beginning to learn about God. <laughs> we have so much to learn, my brothers and sisters, that when we get up there, we will be like, what? This is how it is in God? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. This is how it is in God. We can, when we go to heaven, at whatever level we are, hallelujah, praise Jesus, we will continue to go study, hallelujah. And the good thing is that you got angels teaching the classes up there. And redeems also, hallelujah, who, who've been up there for a long time. They are also teaching the class. Like, if you got, let's say if you have holy redeemed from the times of Abraham. How long ago that Abraham was on earth? Can someone give me a figure? Because I, I said the other day, I believe it was 7,000 years or something like that. And someone was saying, you're wrong. I mean, I'm giving a wrong number, and someone is already telling me I'm wrong. Like, I'm a, I'm a full prophet for saying that Abraham was on earth for seven years. I'm a full prophet for that. Come on, who knows the exact time? Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Four, someone is saying uh, 4,400 years, hallelujah. But be careful, they can call you a full prophet for giving that time. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. So, um, we're going to go to heaven. <laughs> we're going to go to heaven, and we're going to go to college up there, school. Our children are going to go to school. Hallelujah. And, it, and it's not like you're going to spend all your life doing that. But if you love doing it, hallelujah, they're going to let you go and do it. You know, praise Jesus, hallelujah. They're going to let you go ahead and do it. They're not going to stop you if you want to learn. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. So, so what I'm saying is, hallelujah, that things are available for us up there. School is available for us up there. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And Paul said that we will learn, hallelujah, up there. We will learn. We will learn, hallelujah. And learning means being a lot. If you study the word learning, you know what it means, a lot, learning. So we will learn up there, hallelujah. We will learn about God. We will learn about everything that has to do with God. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And that we're going to be happy up there. No one is going to complain a bit because you're going to go up there and you're going to learn what you love. See, with, with God, this is what, you know, when the Lord took me into the millennium the other day, a few months ago, he showed me a place, a shop, where people were building this old car that people love to have. Like, it was cars that they wanted always to have, but they died, and they, they couldn't afford them, let's say. But in the millennium for the thousand years, if people want to go ahead and build these cars, they're going to have the knowledge of God to go ahead and do it. Hallelujah. They can build a shop and go ahead and build these cars. 
Praise Jesus. But the good thing is, I don't believe they're going to run with gasoline like it is now, with gas. Hallelujah. Because we're going to have the knowledge to build them better. Praise Jesus. And if we don't know, all we got to do is go learn. Go to the college in the millennium. Learn from the angels and all of them. And ask them, how do you build these cars that run without gas? Hallelujah. You don't have to fill them up all the time. And they'll teach it to us. Because the knowledge comes from the Lord. We will not have that problem. The Lord, the Lord took me into this um, place where they were building these cars. And you know how over here you, they require all these engineers and all that, uh, the Chevy and all these companies pay them to build these, these, um, all these graphics and all these stuff to put all these cars together? How these people were just building it from, the, from their mind, from what they know, from what they learn. And I was amazed. I was going down the line because they had different tables in the millennium. They were building these cars. And, and I could tell, hallelujah, that these were cars that we, we had over here, hallelujah, maybe 70, 60 or whatever, that people loved and they wanted to have it. And the Lord was allowing them to go ahead and, 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 and build them. And it was beautiful. People were happy. People were like, praise Jesus, hallelujah. They were really happy. Hallelujah. There was no argument or nothing. Everyone was doing a different thing of the car that they wanted to build. So whatever you want to learn, you want to be a scientist, you, you want to be whatever you want to be, an architect, anything. You can learn all this stuff. And I believe you can learn it faster than what we can learn it here because you're, you're going to use 100% of your mind. So when you sit in class, hallelujah, maybe what takes you five years for you to learn it will take you there a few months. And then you can learn even beyond that because you're going to build them that they don't need gas to run them. Praise Jesus. So the knowledge is way, 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 way more advanced than what we have here. Way more. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And it's all coming. It's really all coming. Hallelujah. And it's approaching. This is why, my brothers and sisters, I want to encourage you in the name of the Lord, in the love of Jesus, to please seek the Lord now. So please repent of your sin now. Don't waste time in things that you should not be wasting time much. Hallelujah. Waste, uh, waste your time. Give your time because you're not wasting it to the Lord. Give your time to seek the Lord, to know about the Lord, to build your relationship with God. Thanks. These are the things that are going to always, always remain with you. Hallelujah. If you build a relationship with the Lord now, when the millennium comes, when you go to the for seven-year tribulation, you, uh, I mean seven-year uh, up there, up in heaven, you will learn more about God. And when you come down to the tribulation, I mean millennium again, praise Jesus, hallelujah, you will learn more and more and more about Jesus and God. And then when you go in eternity, you will go beyond your knowledge, learning still more about God. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. There is so much, so much we can learn. So much, hallelujah, that we can learn from God, hallelujah. And a lot of things now, God can reveal it to us. But first of all, we need to repent pride, we need to repent doubt, and we need to repent unbelief. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Because I'll give you an example, of, uh, hallelujah. Sometimes the Lord is speaking to some people, and some people are listening to me now. I want to say this. Sometimes the Lord is speaking to, to some of you. And you know what you do? You doubt him. The Lord is speaking to you in a dream or something, to your heart, to your mind. And you know what you do? You doubt him. Because you got, you got a problem with doubt. Or the Lord is speaking to 
uh, some other of you, and you don't believe him. Because now you have a problem with unbelief. Hallelujah. So what do you need to be working on then? Hallelujah. What do you need to be working on? You need to be working on your doubt and unbelief. You need to be repenting them. You need to be telling the Lord to help you with these things. That you don't want to be in doubt anymore. That you don't want to doubt Him anymore. That you don't want to doubt His Holy Spirit anymore. Imagine that you got the Holy Spirit of God dwelling in you. Hallelujah. And you need an advice or you need something. And the Holy Spirit go and gives it to your mind or your heart. And you go and you, and you, you scratch your head and you say, uh, I think that was from God, but I'm not sure. Uh, I'll leave it alone. There you go. You're not believing him. You're not believing him. He's the one speaking to you, and you're not believing him. So you have a problem with unbelief. Hallelujah. That's what you have a problem with, of if you're doubting him. Um, I, I think it was the Lord, but no, I, I'm not sure. I'm not, no, 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 it wasn't him. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. We have to repent these things. We really have to. I remember one day the Lord was speaking to me, and I don't know why, hallelujah, I, w- I went and doubted him. The Lord got so offended. I felt when the Lord was just like, um, he let me felt that it, it kind of offended him. It really did. Hallelujah. It really did. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Because I, I remember in another occasion, I was talking to the Holy Spirit, hallelujah, and and, and, and um, someone was telling me that if you ask the Holy Spirit a question and all that, uh, you, always re- you always get from him uh, the right answer. The devil cannot deceive you and all that because you're talking to the Holy Spirit. And the person was telling me the devil cannot imitate the Holy Spirit and all that. And I said, that's fine and all that. So I was talking to the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit says to me, uh, the Lord was talking to you and because and, um, I went to the Holy Spirit for a confirmation and the Holy Spirit said, but the Lord talks to you. Why don't you believe what he's telling you? And I felt so bad in my heart. I was like, that is true. I have a relationship with the Lord. If the Lord is speaking to me, why am I doubting him? Hallelujah. Praise you. I felt so bad. I, I was really repenting because of this. I was truly repenting. And we tend to have that problem, my brothers and sisters. That sometimes the Lord talks to you, and you know it's God for, for the... So that very second in your mind and your heart, you know it's God. You, you right away know it's God. And then a, a, a second after, you say, uh, no, 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 it wasn't him. No, no, it wasn't him. May, oh, maybe, well, uh, I'll ask for confirmation. Hallelujah. I'll ask for confirmation. If the Lord is speaking to me, why do I need confirmation? And if I, if I know that I have a relationship with him, why do I need confirmation? Praise Jesus, hallelujah. My brothers and sisters, I know some of you feel uncomfortable with me saying this. You truly, Many of you do truly feel uncomfortable with me saying this. But this is very important that we get to know the Lord and that when he speaks to us, we believe him. That's, that's the word. We believe him. And the second he speaks to us, let it be a dream, a revelation. He speaks to your mind, your heart. However he, he talks to you, hallelujah, we have to believe him. We don't want to be doubting him. Hallelujah. 
Or like sometimes he talks to you and you say, well, Lord, give me a confirmation. Give me a sign. You're doubting him. Hallelujah. You're doubting him. You know, if you say, if you say like Gideon, hallelujah, well, you gave me the sign. Will you please, Lord, will you please give me, you know, with respect. With res- Gideon was doing it with respect. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. That's how he was doing it. Well, you gave me the sign, hallelujah, and it was wet. Will you please uh, make the ground dry this time? Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. But he was, he was asking the Lord with respect. And that's what we do. We doubt the Lord. We just doubt him. I, I told you the testimony of my brother Raphael, who's in heaven now, who, who, once, who one night, praise Jesus, the Lord came to him, okay, and he was so, he was so, uh, so, he was doubting so much that he was rebuking the Lord. I rebuke you, Jesus, because he thought it was like the enemy confusing it, and it was the Lord. And the Lord says to him, uh, he was rebuking Jesus in the name of Jesus. How do you like that? How do you like that, rebuking Jesus in the name of Jesus? And the Lord says to him, why are you rebuking me? Why are you rebuking me, my son? Don't you know? Don't you know it's me? And he was like, "Oh, oh, yeah, Lord, yeah, you know, praise Jesus." Because here it was like he assumed fear before he even got fear. <laughs> praise Jesus, Hallelujah! Praise the Lord, Hallelujah! My brothers and sisters, doubt and unbelief can take the better part of our relationship with the Lord. Don't give your relationship to the Lord, with the Lord, to doubt and unbelief. Don't do that. Don't, please don't do that. Don't give your time, don't give your effort to doubt and unbelief. But rebuke doubt and unbelief and repent it. Say to the Lord, Lord, I'm very sorry for doubting you, Lord. When you came to me, Lord, when you spoke to me, I'm sorry that I, didn't, I, I did not listen to you, Lord. I did not believe you, Lord. Hallelujah. And I know the message you were giving to me was it's very important to you, but I was ignorant, Lord. I'm very sorry, Jesus. And watch how your relationship with the Lord changes. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Because see, a lot of people say, oh, no, you got to be careful. There's a lot of spirit out there, John says. Hallelujah. And the devil can turn like an angel of light and come and deceive you. Hallelujah. But if you have a relationship with the Lord, when the devil comes to try to deceive you, you will be able to tell when it's the devil and when it's not the devil. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Because let me tell you, you can the devil can look like the Lord, an example, but he will never be like the Lord. You see what I'm saying? Jesus is real and the devil is fake. So how can something fake, let's say if you sell gold, hallelujah, you, have, you got a jewelry store and you sell gold. Can, excuse me. Can someone come to you? Hallelujah. You don't know what gold looks like, what gold is. Can someone come to you and deceive you with something else that looks like gold? Tell me. Please tell me this. Please tell me this. Tell me. Give me the answer to that question. Can If you know what gold looks like, if you know what gold is, hallelujah, can someone come, hallelujah, and bring something out and deceive you? I'm going to leave you thinking about this, hallelujah. 
I believe I have my sister online. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Sister, you there? Praise Jesus. Sister, you there? Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Uh, I thought her sister was online. I even forgot her name now. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. So what I'm saying to you is, praise Jesus, hallelujah. Okay, praise God. She, uh, can she call on the radio, Brother Chance? Hallelujah. Talk to her and see if she can call the radio. Give her the number, please. See if she can call. Praise God. Hallelujah. You see, you know what's fake. It's the same, the same thing with diamonds. Same thing with diamonds. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you sell diamonds, if, if you know what diamond looks like, can someone come and give you the wrong diamond? No. Hallelujah. The devil can try to deceive you by looking like Jesus, but he will never, he can never be like Jesus. Never. Because Jesus is God, and what emanates out of Jesus, hallelujah, the devil fears, the devil runs from it. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. And greater is the one who's in you than the one who's in the world. The devil can, can try to imitate the Lord, in example, and talk to you. But if, if, if you have a relationship with the Lord, you can tell it's the devil. Praise Jesus. You can tell it's false. It's not the Lord. Because the Lord is. He is who he say he is. He is the great I am. I am that I am, he said. No one can imitate that I am. This is why he says to Moses, tell them that I am that I am. He is who he is. No one can imitate him. No demon, no principality, no devil ever created can imitate Jesus, can imitate God, because God is who he is. He is the I am. He is the creator of everything. The devil is a creation. The Lord is the creator. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. So this is why it's so important that we have a relationship with Jesus. Hallelujah. Because the devil, even if he tries to imitate him, he will never be like him. Jesus is Jesus. He's God. Praise God. Hallelujah. He is God, and God is law. You will, you will never get love from Satan. You'll never get power or love from Satan, but you will get it from Jesus. Praise God. Hallelujah. Never. The love that, that emanates out of Jesus, that goes into your life, can never come out of Satan. Everything that comes out of Satan is confusion. Hallelujah. It's bad. It's evil. It's darkness. It's pride. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's what the devil emanates. Hate. Evil. Darkness. Praise God. Not the Lord. The Lord is God. He is a loving God. Praise Jesus. And so a lot of people, what the devil does is he tells people, you got to be careful. You got to be careful with the spirit. So when the Lord wants to have a relationship with someone and the Lord is speaking to someone, so he, the devil sends someone and tells them, you better test the spirit. You got to be careful. Like like when when the Lord was speaking to Raphael and Raphael was, was rebuking Jesus in the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Because, you see, Raphael did not want the devil to deceive him. Hallelujah. But you, you can get yourself into, into, into a confusion, so confused that you, you call good evil and evil good. You can feel both. No. 
If you seek the Lord, if you're walking with the Lord, if you have a relationship with him, the devil cannot deceive you coming to you pretending to be the Lord. It cannot happen, hallelujah. He will try. He will try, but he knows that he cannot succeed. Hallelujah. Because greater is he that is in you. The Holy Spirit is in you. The Lord is in you through the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is a person. Hallelujah. I remember that when, when uh, the Holy Spirit walked with me once in the millennium. Hallelujah. And it was it was so wonderful to walk with the Holy Spirit. You know what he did to me? I, I don't know if I share this with people. The Holy Spirit came to my body here. And the Holy Spirit took me out of my body. Hallelujah. Again, we are a soul and we are a spirit. Hallelujah. And he came and took me out and he walked with me. Oh, it was so wonderful to walk in the presence of the Holy Spirit. With the person of the Holy Spirit. I was so happy. I was so joyful. The joy he was giving me, was it was unbelievable. I was so happy to walk with the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. And he, he walked to me into the millennium. Hallelujah. He went to show me something that I wanted to see, that I asked the Lord to show me. And the Holy Spirit went and showed me. And I was amazed. I was amazed, amazed, amazed. And I, I seen the Holy Spirit, hallelujah, in heaven also. He is such a humble person. He is the third person of the Trinity. He is God, hallelujah. He was up there with the Father and the Lord. It was so amazing to see the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. I had such a wonderful time with the Holy Spirit. One night I said to the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, would you, you know, I was meditating on the Word of God, and I was saying, wait a minute. Uh, the Bible says that the, the Spirit of God is a spirit of love. So I, I started talking to the Holy Spirit one night, and I said, Holy Spirit, will you let me feel the love of God through you? Will you bring to me the love of God, Holy Spirit, and you let me feel that love? And the Holy Spirit came to me, hallelujah, and he poured on, my, on me this powerful love that I was submerged in that love. I was like swimming in the love of God. It was so powerful, so beautiful, hallelujah. The Holy Spirit is so wonderful, hallelujah. He is truly God, praise Jesus, hallelujah. He, and he is wonderful, there are three in heaven that give testimony. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, the Bible said. The Father, hallelujah, is like a person, we can say. Jesus is a person, and the Holy Spirit is a person. But it's one God. It's only one God in heaven, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. But God operates this way. Why do God operate this way? I don't believe not even the angel knows why. Only God knows why. Praise Jesus. This is how God chooses, hallelujah, to reveal himself to his creation, meaning the angel, the redeem, everything he has created in us. And us, hallelujah. This is how our Father has chosen to reveal himself to us. This is how we know him, and this is how he wants to be respected. This is how he wants us to know him. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. So people also can disrespect the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. And, and they can respect the Son too. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And we got to be careful with both. We got to be very careful because this is why, this is how God chooses Himself to reveal Himself to His creation. We are creation of God. And this is the way we read in the Word that God revealed Himself to us. He revealed to Rabbi, 
John, Jeconan, Jeconan, hallelujah. Uh, Rabbi Jeconan, being uh, Rabbi disciple John, hallelujah, received the Torah, the revelation about the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, that there are three that give testimony in heaven. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. So we got the testimony of, of the Father, the testimony of His Son, Jesus, and the testimony of His Holy Spirit. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. So it's very important that um, we respect them, hallelujah, um, the way they are. Hallelujah. We respect them the way they are, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Now, my, my sister, hallelujah, is online now, I believe. I want to put her on. Sister, you there? Yes, please. Can you hear me? I, yeah, I hear you a little low. Can you speak a little louder? Can you hear me? Yes, Can you we hear, hear me, Brother Elfie? Okay. Yes, thank, All right. thank you for thank you for the effort. I know it's two o'clock, uh, two a.m. where you are right now. You're making a tremendous effort. Hallelujah! Oh, and I I really appreciate the it, sister. Amen. To God thank be you. Glory. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Um, you you got something to share with us tonight? Yes, as you have requested to share the Bible study. And yes. I've asked the Holy Spirit what I have to share today because since it was very short day, and He has put in my spirit to share Psalm 63. Oh, that's wonderful! Um, that's wonderful. Go ahead. And let's I, um, I mean, read all the scripture. Oh God, You are my God. Early will I seek You. My soul thirsts for You. My flesh longs for you in a dry and thirsty land where there is no water. So I have looked for you in the sanctuary to see your power and your glory because your loving kindness is better than life. My lips shall praise you. Thus I will bless you while I live. I will lift up my hands in your name. My soul shall be satisfied as with marrow and fatness. And my mouth will share praise you with joyful lips. When I remember you on my bed, I meditate on you in the night watches, because you have been my help. Therefore, in the shadow of your wings, I will rejoice. My soul follows close behind you. Your right hand upholds me, but those who seek my life to destroy it shall go into the lower parts of the earth. They shall fall by the sword. They shall be a portion for jackals, but the king shall rejoice in God. Everyone who swears by him shall glory, but the mouth of those who speak lies shall be stopped. So this is the psalm about when David was in the wilderness in Judah. Sister, sister can I, I interrupt you for a minute? Yes, please. Uh, um, they, they would like to know your name, your full names on the chat room, please. Oh, um, my full name is Mirella. Okay. I'm Sister Mirella, yes. Amen. Go ahead, Sister. It's a wonderful song. Okay. Um, as I have been seeking God and asked the uh, Holy Spirit, what should I share? And this is the Psalm 63 that He put in my name, He put in my heart, and this is about the trusting God through the desert time. And as I have made some notes, he said, like, sometimes it might not be easy, but this is all the process in order to become God's godly vessel or pure bride. And in other words, he teaches us to be humble and depend on him. 
because when David was in the wilderness, he was seeking on he was only seeking God and depend on him and meditate him on the bed and meditate him day and night. And he said it also, um, when we surrender and acknowledge him, he will take control of everything concerning our lives. And especially for six, he said like, when I remember you on my bed, I meditate on you in the night watches. So then David kept meditating while he was facing turbulence, while he was facing the tough.